Are you trying to find the perfect distribution platform to get your music on Spotify and Apple? I personally use and love DistroKid. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash DistroKid to get a small discount and get access to a platform with unlimited uploads for a yearly fee. Happy uploading and enjoy the show. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. One, two, three. Hello and welcome back to Mixing Music. I am your host DK and today is a very special episode with a very special guest. We're going to have lots of fun on this episode. The friend, the master, the mastering engineer, the business guru, six-figure home studio, bounce butler, Chris Graham mastering, Mr. Chris Graham himself. How are you doing? I'm fabulous, D. How are you doing, man? I am so, so good. This is a great day um, for anybody listening. This is actually the second time we're recording because the first time we unfortunately had some technical difficulties. It happens. We love, we love Pro Tools, right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I saw a meme the other day where someone had like somehow installed Pro Tools in their Tesla. And it was like oh. on the screen. And I was like, oh, man, Pro Tools crashes. Just got yeah. way more intense. Oh, my goodness. So, so true. Anyway, we're here talking about um, a little bit more about efficiency, about the importance of creating time for your family. Like, we're not here to run a business just for the sake of running business. Yeah. Most of the time, we're running a business so we can make our family happy, you know, so we can provide some sort of value to our outside of work life, right? Totally, man. Well, and for us, it's kind of weird in the audio music industry. You've got, I want to do what I, the type of work I love. I want to be able to do the other stuff that goes with that, like uh, hang out with friends, family, et cetera. And then the third piece that's so complicated for us is I also want to be artistically fulfilled. You know, and that, that makes running an audio business tricky because in a lot of businesses, it's like, oh, I have one goal, make money. It's so much easier to accomplish a goal when you only have one of them. But with us, man, there's so much to balance there of you know, making good art, feeling artistically satisfied and fulfilled uh, while also not buying so much gear that you're, you know, up to your eyeballs in debt, that sort of thing. It's it's a tricky balance. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the things that I talk about on the show is that gear is not always the best ROI. <laughs> <laughs> it rarely is, I think. Actually, I think I think your show, you talked about, at one point you even talked about, this, you know, the few questions you should be asking yourself before you purchase anything, which was like, yeah. is this going to make me money? You know, <laughs> like, yeah. It was, it was yeah. great. I've, I've posted about it. It's, Thanks, it's really man. awesome. Yeah, so, it's, num- so I want to, all right, sorry, ahead, I don't mean ahead, to cut ahead. you off, Chris, but I first shout out is your family man. Yep. You you have your own Chris Graham Mastering website. You do the Six Figure Home Studio podcast, which if you're listening to this episode right now, you have no idea how many times I've mentioned the Six Figure Home Studio podcast <laughs> on my show. Like, it is so good. If you want to make money from your business, if you're anywhere near serious about your career, 
Mm. You need to listen to this podcast no matter where you at, whether Thanks, you're just man. starting or whether you need to you're you're trying, you're getting on that next level, right? It's it's really awesome. So tell me how do you make time for everything here? Well, that's a that's the question um and one I'm still wrestling with. Um so I have ADD. Uh and I like to do lots of things, and I get distracted pretty easily. And, <laughs> you know, one of the ways I would explain being able to have your hands on a lot of different projects and, and have a couple things that are going and that are, you know, successful um, is a, a fewfold. One, I've got a really great whiteboard. <laughs> and if I write what I need to do that day on the whiteboard, um, it's pretty hard for me to do anything but the what's on the whiteboard because I want to erase it. I want the satisfaction of like, that's right, I'm erasing it because I did a good job today. So that helps. But I think the ultimate thing, at least for me, was in 2009, you know, I had Chris Graham mastering. He'd been running for about a year, was struggling a lot. He was struggling to keep up, was mm. struggling to make, you know, barely any money. And something happened in 2010, in October 2010, that, 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 wrecked me and it was that my wife had a baby and when my son joshua he's nine years old now you know he showed up i'll never forget i'm like kind of holding his head up and they're like the doctors are looking at him and they're like kind of weighing him and i spoke and he turned around and his his eyes met with mine and in that moment it was this like i must provide for this child like it was a complete transformer moment and I went from loser to aspiring badass, uh, like in, in a in a the blink of an eye. And it was this like, okay, well, I need to make this business work. I'm going to read business books. I'm going to be disciplined. I'm not going to let myself fall down these rabbit holes that are unproductive that don't contribute to my bottom line. And fatherhood, man, completely changed me, and it it focused me. It made me way more disciplined. And I think where that really started to manifest was when I started reading business books and trying to self-educate and figuring out, okay, here's how a small business is run and here's the things I need to pay attention to, like systems. That was a big Mm -hmm. one of like create a system so that you're not pulling your hair out with every project, that you know you've got all the information you need before the project starts um, and that you're not doing like silly minimum, like something you could hire anybody off the street and pay them minimum wage to do like labeling files or moving files into uh, you know, a new folder or bouncing 10 files from the session that you've completed. You know, all this stuff is, is basically minimum wage work. And whatever your career is, whether it's audio or anything else, your income is made up of the average value of each hour that you, each minute that you spend on your work. And if you've got, okay, well, for 10 minutes... I did something that only I can do. You know, I'm making $100 an hour during these 10 minutes, but then I had 50 minutes of $7 per hour, you know, because it's mm-hmm. all easy stuff. I could I could systemize this. I could train somebody. Or you can you could get an intern. Yeah, from or the you could get an intern. <laughs> which I've got problems with the whole intern thing cuz it's like you know, I tried to do that a few times and and generally mm-hmm. speaking it was like, "Hey, okay, you're going to come work for me. I'm going to spend a ton of time training you." Uh, you're going to help me a little bit and then you're going to leave uh, and mm-hmm. maybe start a competing business with all the exactly. skills I just taught you. And 
I don't know, like the whole intern thing, especially like the unpaid intern thing, to me just doesn't make sense because there's no long-term incentive for them to stay on your team. Yeah, and that this is a whole nother whole nother conversation, mm. but I totally agree with you. That I really have what I call I'm the oldest kid in my family, right? Same. I have I have I have the oldest kid syndrome is what I call it, which means that no shit gets done unless I do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you That's there. just how I live my life. And it sometimes gets me in trouble, but it's again, it goes back to what you're talking about, where we don't this industry isn't super catering to people that are really like it's it's not the best business or sector of work mm. that is most effective with interns. Like some a lot of the stuff that we have to do, we have to do it ourselves. Mm. So yeah. one of the most important things is becoming more effective. Totally. Yeah. More effective, faster, making decisions more quickly. And I think like, man, I heard a story from one of my good friends one time where he this is slightly off topic, but I think it's still a valuable story because it illustrates what we're talking about. <laughs> But he had been working with a band, finished tracking, and then he sat down. It was like a 10-song record, and he edited all the drums. And he spent a week editing drums. The drummer wasn't particularly amazing. Edited all the drums, got the mixes going, You know, ended up sending all the mixes back to the client. And the client was like, mm, I don't really like how polished the drums sound. Could you like put them back to how they were and you know undo all those edits? Boom, week of work, out the window. Oh, my God. Goodness. goodness. Oh, yeah. And goodness. it's one of these things of like, there could have been a system in place there of like, dude, edit one song, send that song, get the approval, and then use that as sort of a template moving forward. And it's just like, that's a perfect example of like, you don't want to throw away your time. Mm-hmm. You cannot run a successful business if you're constantly just trashing your time and not making any like so in that case that dude spent over 40 hours and made zero dollars for that 40 hours that he put in just it was just a systems issue and it's funny like in audio school they don't really teach you a lot of this stuff they don't really teach you about like how to run a business and an audio degree is worthless without some business knowledge for the most part for a couple guys on planet earth it's not so worthless (laughs) but you know once you're you know 30 years old you know, working at someone else's studio, there's a, a, a ceiling of how much money you can make there. And it's not a whole lot. You know, you need to grow into business ownership and entrepreneurship and finding your own clients. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And so I'm going to somehow segue. Do it. Into <laughs> the awkward segue. what we're here to talk about, which is, um, and I, I have a lot more questions for you just in general. Do it. And that yeah. might be like another time, okay. but at least afterwards. But I, I really want to talk about one specific thing. One of, I love people who are always, and ideas that are trying to give mm. back to the community, the value that you always provide. Like, I, I think we really nowadays, more than ever, especially within the music industry, we live in a day and age where if you do not provide value first, you will not receive any value. So true. And you have done one of the greatest things for our industry right now, Mm. um, which helps with efficiency, which helps. And you have a story that you talked about last time, the first time we recorded (laughs) this, about how you were able to actually eat dinner with your family because of this new service that you have, which, let me say, drum roll, please, Bounce Butler. Yeah, bro. Can you tell us about Bounce Butler? Okay, so the story with Bounce Butler is about a year after my son was born, uh, business had started to grow. Um, business was doing all right. Uh, I was starting to make some money 
and I think I'd hit like $40,000 a year in sales. And I was just ecstatic, but with that $40,000 a year in sales uh, of mastering services came a lot of songs to master. And a mm-hmm. lot of, I would do free samples. Um, I still do free samples. But back then, you know, I was running a ton of ads. And, you know, for me to do, you know, to have a day where I had to master 25 free samples and an album uh, that someone had paid me for was not a crazy day. So, uh, oh, man, I don't miss that. But so what I would do (laughs) is I would then bounce one one at a time, 25 songs, and then bounce, you know, each of the songs on the album. And by the time, like... 8.30 8.30 p.m. had rolled around, I'd be done. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it'd be like 9 to 8, you know, or something like that. The hours were just banana cakes. And I read a book called A 4-Hour Work Week. And this book oh, Tim Ferriss. changed Tim Ferriss. my life, man. Absolutely rocked me. And he talked about the 80-20 rule. And the 80-20 rule is this idea that 80% of the good things that are happening in your life or in your business come from 20% of the things you do. And 80% of the stuff that makes you want to pull your hair out and, and punch through your computer monitor and speaker monitors uh, comes from 20% of the stuff that you do. And I was like, dude, it's bouncing and uploading and downloading. I love mastering. I cannot stand having to d- spend so much of my time doing this. And it's miserable. It's exhausting because it's so lame. And so I walked away from reading just the, the chapter five in that book. I didn't have time to read the whole book because so I started with chapter mm-hmm. five. And that was about the eighty twenty principle, and I was like, "Yo, I need to learn how to code. I need to automate all of the non-art administrative." Can I cuss on your show? Is that okay? Oh yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> all all the, all the bullshit that you have to do <laughs> in order to make art, uh, I need to automate that because I can't afford mm-hmm. to pay someone to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But I need automated systems, and so I started doing research. And I learned about um, the automator app that comes on every for free on every Mac. I messed with that. It helped a little, but not that much. And then I learned about Apple Script and some other coding languages. And I started learning how to make really simple scripts. And then as I got better and better and better, um, I got pretty damn good at it. And I made my first version of Bounce Butler. And I had one of these days where I had like, I think it was like 23 songs I had finished that needed bounced. And I, you know, I was all in the box. And I set Bounce Butler up and I walked upstairs and I sat there and I ate dinner with my family and my computer was just like, bounce song number one, done, bounce song number two. (laughs) And, you know, I I don't remember if at this time I had added this feature or not, but now and shortly after this, when the story took place, I made it so that the app would text me when it was done Mm. and say, hey, you know, 24 files have been bounced. Cool. All right. I'm going to come back in and check them and make sure everything feels good. And then I'm going to send them to each of the clients. And I'll never forget walking up to dinner the first time and my studio continued to work for me while I was gone. And it was just like, oh, this is great. This is the best. This is so cool. And here's the thing that really surprised me is I let this kind of happen. I kept working in this way, kept kind of improving the app. And you know, maybe a week or two later, I was on the phone with a client and I, I I started like laughing at something I had said or he had said. And all of a sudden I was like, wow, I'm having a lot of fun talking to this client on the phone. And I would usually be really annoyed 
at like having to have a phone conversation. Like, just tell me what to, just send me the song, I'll master it. You know, like the grumpy mastering <laughs> engineer personality that we yeah. all are so aware of. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> it was this moment of like, oh my gosh, because I automated the stuff that makes me miserable, I'm happier at work and it, I'm like caring for my customers more. And I was blown away that I got, I, I don't think I've ever improved as a mastering engineer more than after I removed the part of my job I hated. Mm. All of a sudden, I was like showing up passionate, excited, and, you know, like I would leave work fulfilled rather than exhausted because I'd eliminated the stuff that I hated about my job. I'd automated it out. So to this day, that's what mastering looks like for me is I, I've got three responsibilities, phone calls, emails, and making art, taking someone's song and making it so that it gives people a few more goosebumps than they would have gotten if I hadn't mastered it. And so it's really fulfilling. It's fun. I look forward to mastering. And when I get done, I'm always like, ah, instead of, oh. so yeah. th- that all yeah. came from like, it was reading business books and figuring out like in any business, you want to get rid of the annoying shit. You want to automate right. it or you want to delegate it. And ideally you want to automate it and then delegate it. Right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Not the opposite. So yeah. So I came out. Um, so f- Fast forward years later, uh, we were on the Six Figure Home Studio and somebody mentioned something that was somehow somewhat related. I don't remember who it was, but mentioned something that was sort of related to automation. And I mentioned, oh, yeah, I made this app, Bounce Butler. It automates bouncing. I use it all the time. And then my inbox started to light up and people were like, um, can I have that app? (laughs) Would you send that to me? And uh, so it was the weirdest thing. Like it wasn't planned, but just people were like, dude, make me a copy of the app. And so I sat down and reworked the app from the ground up. And uh, we're, it's been in free beta for a long time, a couple months. Uh, we're getting ready to launch 1.0, which has so many more features. But the basic pitch here is if you are bouncing a bunch of stems or an entire album or the clients ask for vocal ups, and you have you know twelve songs that you need to re to, to turn the vocals up one D and rebound DB and rebounds. You hand those session files to Bounce Butler, whether it's Pro Tools, Logic, Cubase, Studio One, uh, Ableton is supported. We're always adding you know more features and more DAWs, but it's pretty much if it's a popular DAW, we support it. And uh, you give it all those sessions. You tell it to bounce. It takes over your computer as if it's a an intern or a, you know an assistant. You walk away, it does the bouncing for you and texts you when you're done. And that's it. It's, you know, kind of a simple concept. But, man, there are guys that have bounced hundreds of files uh, using Bounce Butler. And a lot of them are, like, really high-end mix guys that are doing work for labels because the labels insist on the deliverable is also stems. So we want all the effects that you use, Masterbus included, bounced out for each stem and you need to give us those once the mixing project is done and if you're a mix engineer and you okay cool i just finished um an album of 12 songs well congratulations Mm -hmm. uh you now have hundreds of bounces that you need to make for each of these stems especially if you're you know pro tools and so my app helps you with that it's like it's like having a personal assistant um and it's it's designed to feel that way. Uh, it, I'm I'm calling it an AI studio assistant. So it's kind of like a an R2D2 or a C3PO, if you will, 
that can help you with the boring, sucky part of your job. See, I, I think that is so amazing and so useful in so many ways. So I actually had the pleasure of using Balance Butler and trying it out. Um, and I can say it is really amazing. So very succinctly, in layman's terms, mm. it's an app that is free that you can go download um, that you select the project. So what you'll have to do is when you open up a project, you'll have to highlight the area that you want it to bounce. So that way when it opens it, it'll open up the highlighted area mm. and then it'll automatically start bouncing. So what you do is you select the project files and you can do save as and have a vocal up f project file, um, whatever, whatever project files for different variations. And then it'll bounce, open up each individual session, bounce it, close it, open up the next session, bounce it, close it. And it'll text you when you're done. Like, it's amazing. Like, if you, in your workflow, like, if you can figure out a way to use it, um, then it is so efficient. It is so nice. It is so great because I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of the hassle that I have, like, exactly like you said, mm. when I'm mixing down stuff and people want revisions, what doesn't bug me is their revisions. What does bug me <laughs> is knowing that it's going to take a few minutes to bounce. Yeah. And it's like, it's a long enough time that it's really annoying. It's interruptive. It's a short, yeah, but it's a short enough time where most people just learn to live with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and once, if you're doing a lot of songs and you just need to bounce everything at once, that's potentially an hour. That's potentially two hours, depending on how many songs you have. Yeah. But that's even, even if it's just 10 minutes to 30 minutes, that's still 30 minutes. You could go to the gym and come back almost. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, and that, I've been getting a lot of messages about that. People are like, dude, I went for a run today and Bounce Butler texted me. Oh. I had uh, Lidge, I don't know if you know Lidge Shaw. You, you need to be friends with him. I'll, I'll introduce you to him at NAM. Uh, but he does okay, recording cool. studio Rockstars podcast. He messaged me the other day and was like, dude, I just finished all my episodes for the quarter and Bounce Butler ran for 14 hours bouncing podcast episodes. No, really? Yeah. He was ex he was happy. He was very pumped. So <laughs> Yeah, man, like it's I'm excited about it and it's it's cool. I feel like my personal mission is bring freedom. That's that's like what my I want my legacy to to be. And this app is it's at least a piece of that. So right now it's free. You can download it. We're still in testing. Eventually it will cost money that will but there will probably be a free version of it with limited features. Um at, at some point when we do finally decide to make it paid. But one thing I will add, um, right now it's just in Pro Tools. We've got like an experimental version of Bounce Butler. It's called Bounce Butler Beta. And it's got all our newest features. And probably by the time this episode comes out, Bounce Butler Beta, all the new features we've rolled out will be in the normal stable channel, if you will. And mm. right now we just added a feature a couple days ago where in Pro Tools you can say, hey, between marker 998 and 999, that's where I want you to bounce. And you can Ooh. set up markers and that's it. You don't have to, you know, save a selection or anything. So we're working on adding more features like that so that, you know, mastering engineers, if they're mastering more than one song in a session, can can do that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's it's been going been going really good, but it's been a, a whole adventure. Writing a script that helps your studio run well is hard. Uh, writing uh, an application that uses those scripts that everybody on earth can use. And is bug free is a whole nother story. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I understand that. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. No, it's true. And it's it's such a great service. And as of right now, there's it's free. Or if you're listening to this much later, there might be a free version of it. Yep. Um, and uh, so go check it out. 
Is it bouncebutler.com? Bouncebutler.com. Yep. Bouncebutler.com. And there's tons of awesome reviews. And you may have seen, you know, people sharing stories about using it and how much it's changed their life. Like it's it's really amazing. Um, Thanks, man. Granted, granted, like it may not be for you, but if if you can figure out a way to work it in, it's going to save you time, which saves you money, which makes you happier, which makes Chris Graham happier. Heck and yeah. that's what all that's that's what matters. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> You know, one of the things that I've been noticing is that a lot of, excuse me, a lot of hip hop mix engineers are using it. Mm-hmm. That's like by far, I get DMs all the time from like tons of like Grammy winning guys that are like, oh, dude, I'm using this, change my life. Oh my gosh, I t- you know, I told, I told Pensado about this or whatever. And it's like, yes, this is great. But um, yeah, you know, what a lot of guys are doing is, is they're using something called batching. Batching is a philosophy where uh, you've probably heard of it, but it's this idea of like, well, if I have to mail 100 letters, you can either take the letter, fold it up, put it in the envelope, lick the envelope, close it, put a stamp on it, and then go to the next one. Or you can fold up 100 letters and then put 100 letters in envelopes and then lick 100 envelopes and then put 100 stamps on. And generally speaking, you're going to move a lot faster when you batch. And mm-hmm. so what a lot of guys are doing with Bounce Butler is they work all day long and then, you know, five o'clock rolls around or whatever it happens to be. They say, I'm going home. They hand Bounce Butler a bunch of sessions and Bounce Butler keeps working while they're on their commute home. Um, a lot of other guys are doing this on their lunch break, you know, so they'll work throughout the morning, hand Bounce Butler a bunch of work to do, go out on their lunch break, come back. They got a bunch of bounces done. And they can move on to the rest of their work for, throughout the day. But the big thing, yeah, like if you're sitting in front of like your computer on Instagram watching it bounce, you're not making any money right then. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, you're not becoming a healthier human being. You're not like yep. becoming better at your craft. You're not becoming a better dad. You're not becoming a better husband, wife, what, fill in the blank. Like you're just sitting there wasting time, man. And so that, that's why I made this app is hopefully – to create some freedom um, for people that they can use. Uh, we say this all the time on the podcast, um, to either do whatever they want or to work on their business, not for it. Freeing people up to be able to spend a little bit of time working on systems, making themselves more efficient, building something that will give them the opportunity to grow. Love that. Obsessed with it. That is amazing. That is amazing. And we'll close the episode with that. Thank you so much, Chris. Uh, huge fan of your work with everything Thanks, you man. do. Thanks, man. I didn't mention it this episode, but the first time we recorded, <laughs> I did mention Chris also, ChrisGrandMastering.com. Chris does free samples, which means that he'll master a song for you. Um, yep. And if you'd like to pay for it because you think it sounds great, you can go ahead and pay for it. But you can hear what it sounds like with Chris Graham's mastering on it. And he does a great job. Thanks, man. Um, you really, like, I think I briefly talked about it last time, but with the song that I sent you, um, not only did it sound better, but like, you glued it together. Mm. Something about, like, in comparison, like, when I listened to my mix, my bounce down by itself, it sounded great, I thought. You know, obviously, it's my own mix, fine. But when you brought it back, there was something about it that, obviously, you know, was a little bit more enhanced in the low end and the high end. But the big thing was that, for some reason, especially when you go back and forth, the band felt like we were playing together. Mm. Instead of, like, if there was a little bit less separation between everything. And it was juicy. Juicy. And it was I love amazing. It. <laughs> it was awesome. So Chris Graham is the man. Um, and you can find him, bouncebutler.com, chrisgrammastering.com. Um, and check out Six Figure Home Studio. Um, where can uh, people find you? 
Do you have social media? Yeah, I do. I'm, I don't do a ton of social media, but I'm on Instagram a lot. Uh, Chris underscore Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, tends to be where I interact with people. Um, but yeah, the other thing, I'm not going to give you guys my... my uh, What's your LinkedIn? What's your blog spot? What's your- <laughs> well, the, the thing I've been loving, it's kind of weird. I, w- I wish it was easier to share because you have to share your cell phone number to get like friends on this app. It's called Marco Polo. And, oh, yeah. Dude, Marco Polo. Uh-huh. It's like a, it's asynchronous video messaging, which means like you send a video message to somebody without uploading or downloading anything. And then they send a video message back. It's like a video walkie talkie that you don't have to do in real time. Sort of like a walkie talkie. I'm obsessed with that app. So really, that's cool. Man, that's my. I spend most of my social media time talking one on one with people on. That's on awesome. That it's super dope. You should. You should add me. I'm Marco Polo. I'll tell hey, you my cell phone number hey, later. We might just do that. <laughs> anyway, check out bouncebeller.com. Thank you so much, Chris. Have a great day. Happy mixing. Stay saucy, fam. Awesome. Thanks, man. One, two, three. <laughs> This episode of Mixing Music with DK has been brought to you by Launchpod Media. If you want to start a podcast, make sure to start it right with Launchpod Media. Yo, what up? It's DK. Thank you so much for listening to the Mixing Music podcast. I just want to do a quick plug about Antares and Autotune. Antares makes the original industry standard Autotune that we all know and love the sound of. We are sponsored by them, so if you visit mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash Autotune, we do get a small kickback from every purchase. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Please enjoy this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.